Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today, Philip talks about podcasting, laying the groundwork for thousands of Def Jams and ESPNs. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. It is Friday. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, uh, and um, he is actually like a long-term friend, fraternity brother, has always had a natural, attractive personality, right? I mean, not you know, not just physically, although he's a physically attractive guy, uh, and I'm very secure in my manhood, so I can say that with 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 all confidence but just from an attraction standpoint like he has always attracted people you know magnetic personality people people like him um just a you know a, a good person and and so he's you know like a lot of people went to school uh you know did the corporate thing um and you know is is good at whatever uh, he puts his mind to but he accidentally one day told me what he really would be passionate about doing you know, which is a lot of all of us have what we actually would love to do and may not fully walk in that in that uh, uh, in that truth. And uh, and so, you know, he he his ideal, um, you know, job would be like sports broadcasting, you know, um, and he's good at it. Right. When he said I was like, ah, you would be because he has he knows all the stats. He follows it. You know, again, the attractive personality like people would like him. Right. He's like extremely likable. Um, and I can see, uh, people, um, tuning in just to hear his point of view because of, because of his personality. And so I said, Hey, you should do that. Like you should start a podcast and do it. And, and he, he was like, Hey, well, um, I I feel like it's too saturated right now at the current moment. And, uh, so I don't, I don't know how I'll fit in. And so, uh, Hey, I'm creating the episode so I can send it to him. Right, because I, I gave him a an answer in text message, but the but the big answer is, you, you you we have to understand what's happening right now in the context of history to under to, to also understand with our imagination what's happening moving forward. And so, if if you want to go far back, you want to go look at Britain, right when we were like serfs and kings, right the 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 power of commerce has been distributed to the people more and more over time right because again we like you know, the king would have one company that would do all the business right and the and us lowly serfs would just work the land and pay pay rent taxes to the lords the landlords right lords is you know um where that term came from and so uh, but america came and opened up commerce for more and more people and as new technology uh you know came out it distributed power amongst people you guys have heard me talk about the printing press right we've talked about tv radio uh i'm going to get into cable in this conversation in the internet but um that's like the background so we'll so we'll pick hip-hop at espn as an example of 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 what i mean to project it out because those are like my generation grew up on those things and can understand the example so you so you look at for example 
um, early early labels uh, like Def Jam, Bad Boy, No Limit, Cash Money. I gotta mention rap a lot, being from Houston, you know. And and what they and what they understood early on was like the distribution business, right? And so uh, Steve and I were talking, you know, before the podcast about hip hop culture coming up. You know, why I love Adidas, right? It's it's it's, it's in the culture, right? And um, and what happened early on was as that culture was being built, a lot of people in the in the music business or that were musicians kind of like dismissed it the way they dismissed nfts or bitcoin or podcasting which we're going to get into he kind of just dismissed it like that's that's not how things worked in the past so it's not how things gonna work in the future but the wise the wise business people the 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 owners and executives of these companies were like well hey wait a minute these djs right these kids love djs they love you know people who are mixing and so djs got on the radio and would do these mixes and built audiences on the radio, which allowed them to distribute, right? Distribution changed, distribute music. So they built relationships with DJs, right? Then you had um, MTV and BET come out with cable networks. And, you know, so if, if you think back to P. Diddy, right? P. Diddy would hack the heck out of TR, you know, uh, MTV uh, and BET and put his artist music out there on these relatively low cost programs. They didn't have to pay the VJ as much, right? And it was like reality TV, which is which is inexpensively cheap, which also, going back to Diddy, Diddy also was a reality TV uh, genius as well with his making the band and all that kind of stuff. But I, but I digress, right? So you, you, you have also, when the internet came around, a lot of us from Texas remember Swisher House, you know, from Houston, and they were like MySpace, you know, superstars. But, you know, all these people used new distribution that the powers that be looked down on it to gain an audience and sell music you know, to uh, to the new generation that was not looking at the old channels, right? Because the kids don't look at the old channels. Like, you know, my <laughs> side note, we have a rule when you get home from school that uh, my kids are not allowed to uh, watch TV um, until f- five, right? It forces them, even if they don't have homework, to go do something outside, do some art, draw, whatever it might be, right? But the, so so my oldest came home and he, uh, he said, uh, he had the news on TV, and, and my wife was like, well, hey, uh, are you not supposed to watch TV? He said, but it's the news, right? Basically, what he was saying was, who watches this? You know, it's just it's just on TV. You know, it's just noise in the background, uh, which is which is what he was saying, because, like, they don't they do not do that. Um, and, and, and so I digress for a moment, but I'm, I'm coming back to say distribution, as it changes, creates opportunity for those that were previously, quote, unquote, locked out to build brand and every time distribution changes it opens up the channel for more and more people right so so the title of this podcast was you know podcasting laying the groundwork for thousands of def jams espns espn is another example espn was one where you know imagine 30 years ago you know some 18 year old telling their parents hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna go work in broadcasting and i'm gonna like make a lot of money uh, talking about people dribbling a basketball on the court. People are going to want to hear my opinion and pay me millions of dollars a year, which is like Stephen A. Smith or uh, who was, it was a guy that got a podcast bought for like $200 million. Um, Bill Simmons, yeah. Bill Simmons' podcast got bought for $200 million. It's a sports podcast. So imagine, eight, you know, and Bill Simmons is like, what, 50-something? 
So he was the 18-year-old that bucked the system and said, I'm going to go into this. I'm going to do this. And last year or the year before, he sold his podcast for $200 million. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, he, and he started with cable and went to the internet. So, so my, 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 point in that, my point in that is um, ESPN is an example of just distribution change. They, they imagined the future because the need was coming for the kids that wanted that. Uh, and they created it and made a, a ton of money. But, but, but here's the change. Here's my point. You're, you're, you're no longer in the future going to just have like one ESPN, right? You're going to have thousands of ESPNs, right? Thousands of record labels, right? And maybe, and maybe the few at the top will be worth a lot of money, but there's going to be a lot of them that are worth a few million bucks, right? Or, or a lot of analysts that can, you know, that can make 187,000 a year, right? Or 200. Thirty-nine thousand dollars a year, uh, doing a podcast in their home, right? Uh, which which they get paid to watch the games they love and give their opinion, right? Which is not work. And they're like, I get to make two hundred thirty-nine thousand a year doing this. Like, I give my opinion for free to my homies on the weekend, and I get paid two hundred thirty-nine thousand a year. Oh, and by the way, since since the old models, the cable models uh, are are stuck in their ways, they're gonna have to bring me on their show to get my audience. Because my audience doesn't watch the news like my kids did. They don't, they, don't, they don't watch that, right? They watch their favorite influencer, right? And as an influencer, all you got to have is like, so, so I gave them the example of, I said, what's happening is y- you have this happening in the sport, we use sports world, for example. You have this happening, which ESPN makes money on advertising dollars, right? A, a, a lot. But you also have the rise of NFTs, right? Which where does NFT fits in this, right? It's going to like replace gambling money multiples, meaning, you know, uh, just like people subscribe to, I don't know how many investment analysts there are, like way too many, thousands, maybe millions of investment analysts uh, or or investment advisors, right? There's a tons of investment advisors out there that that help people research what to own to help them reach their financial goals. All these people who are now going to, invest their money into sports nfts to find out oh hey that player you know that that they're really good player in college you know i want to make a bet on their career and so i'm going to buy their nft their digital right and it's not just a digital trading card but i'm oversimplifying it so i don't want to go nerd on you but i'm going to buy their digital trading card because if i'm right on that player progressing i'm going to participate and make money because people are going to want to own that as that player gets better and better and better and better and better, right? And that's going to happen. And there's like tons of sports, tons of players, right? Probably more sports and players than there are stocks out there. And so you're going to need just as many. I mean, there's there are thousands and thousands and thousands of advisors that are like extremely wealthy. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of very well. So there's going to be the same number of uh you know, people who are going to be able to build services around providing analysts, right? Analyst recommendations, analyst research for people who are buying NFTs. And I'm talking just in the sports industry, right? I'm not even talking about niche down, right? Because you're going to have the best analysts for swimming, right? The best analysts for boxing, right? The best, and I mean, all these weird sports that are going to, I mean, the best, I mean, you're, it's going to get to a point to where you're going to have 
the best analysts, and there's going to be multiple of them, for just playing John Madden football, which is not even real-life football. It's a derivative of football. You see where I'm going? And so, like, the possibilities are endless, right? And all this is going to be built around the new form of distribution, which is, you know, I'm calling podcasting, right, which is video, audio, right, putting out content, which you can also take that content and trans- do transcription and create different posts around it. But um, the distribution is going to be done through the internet via podcasting. Like that's going to happen. Um, it's already happening. It's how I built my business, right? I'm, I'm cold calling like four or five years. Um, people, uh, I attract clients through my content. And so this is a huge deal. And the just like, just like the early adopters to you know, whenever Instagram only had two million, you know, uh, pages or people on the on the, on the site, you know, those two million as more people came on, those are the ones with the blue checks today. Right? They get a disproportionate amount of the gain. There's only two million podcasts, right? And so those of us who are early are going to get a disproportionate amount of money uh, in our businesses, right? And 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 I just gave one example for one niche. This is going to apply to your local you know, your local yard person, right? The ability to be, to become the local yard person in an area and make tons and tons of money by distributing through podcasting. It, like nobody's doing that. Like there's not a, I don't, I don't know any yard podcast, right? In my area that's, that's, that's created content and taking clips of that content and put it on Facebook as an ad to my zip code to educate me on, uh, how, you know, how to trim my yard or whatever. It's all kind of thing I'm thinking about right now that, you know, that nobody's telling me. They're just, they're just sticking little cards on my door. I'm like, I don't know who you are. You know, I don't, there's no distinguished, just, I get five of them a day, right? I'm not reading it, right? It's, it's random luck if you get my business. And so that's an old way of doing business, right? We got to step into the present day and change your mindset. Imagine the future uh, based on analyzing the past and, a lot of money to be a lot of money can be made. Don't use your five senses to see the future. You gotta use the eye of imagination. Yeah, I caught that. Caught that. No, no, I'm no, I'm not a Mason. I'm not a Mason. This this information is open to everybody out there. Uh, so enjoy your weekend. Um, until next week. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.